I'm Jasmine Foley, I'm Mrs Galaxy Island and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. It's Adrian from The Pageant Project. As you can tell, it is an evening here and I have with me Mrs. Galaxy Island, Jasmine Foley. Jasmine, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Jasmine, let's start with where you, where you actually are at the moment. Um, so I'm just at home. I live in Lincoln in England, which is um, my East, East Midlands area. Sounds, sounds good. Not many people here know where it is when I tell them, so I don't expect you to know where that is. I, I've been to the UK several times, but my, my knowledge of geography here is bad enough, so it sounds nice. What's the, um, what's the weather like? I've been getting daily updates on UK weather. It's looking okay. It's a bit cloudy. It was quite sunny. It's points yesterday, so I'm hoping the sun's going to come out, but no rain as of yet, which is good. Right. That's, that's a first. Um, guys, if you have any questions for Jasmine, I think most of you know the drill by now. Leave them, leave them in the comments below, and I will certainly pass them on. In fact, let's go to the comments now, Jasmine, just to start. You've had Natalie Pav say, go Jasmine, with three love hearts. Jessica Marie Logan has said, good luck, beautiful, and she's given you two crown emojis. Uh, Alan Flintham has said, good luck, Jasmine, with two X's. Pat Flintham has said, you can do it, Jasmine, with two hearts. Jessica Barclay oh. is saying it's raining in London. That doesn't surprise me. Oh. Hello, Jess. <laughs> Leah Wright. I'm lucky that. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> Leah Wright has said, hey, gorgeous Jasmine from Junior Miss Galaxy Island, Emily. Love you. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. I can't wait to see you as well. Jade Kirsty has said, yes, Jasmine, with way too many S's, but that's a pageant girl thing. Why don't we start with... That's my sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's not a pageant girl, but she's just very enthusiastic. Yes. Uh, why don't we start? We've got a question here from Hannah Golding. She's asked, what's your pageant highlight? Ooh, um, I think this is a really random thing, actually, um, but it's, it's one of the days where I've had the best day ever. Um, and my face has never ached so much from smiling after this day. And it was when I went to volunteer um, at Age UK. So I go to them regularly and do a lot of events. Um, I used to work at Keele University and I worked in the marketing department in the School of Nursing. Um, so I listened to a lot of talks about how elderly people um, are obviously very lonely and mm how it's important that we treat them um, as people and find out about their stories and things. So it's something that really became a passion for me. So I volunteer regularly with Age UK and I went to their, um, it was a tea dance, an afternoon tea dance. Oh. Um, and there was a gentleman there. <laughs> there was a gentleman there and uh, his wife actually, unfortunately, is not very mobile anymore. Um, and they used to dance together. They were always dance partners and she was unable to join in the dancing. Oh. So I got the honour of getting to dance with her husband um, and I could just see that it had made his day and everybody there mm. was just, you know, so happy. And I was smiling from ear to ear, like my face literally ached when I got home. Um, and it's those little things that make it so worthwhile to me because mm. 
you can really make a difference to people. And who knew that a um, at Age UK, they would have the best dance parties, but they certainly do. <laughs> I, that's a lovely story. It's I, I love seeing old couples um, just when they've been together that long. I think it's amazing to have so much shared history. Uh, okay, we've got lots of questions coming in. So Jessica Barclay has also asked, what's been your biggest learning curve in Galaxy? I think... I had spent quite a few years before I started competing in Galaxy. Galaxy was my first pageant. Um, I entered it October last year, and it was Galaxy UK was the first pageant that I did. And then I went on to do Galaxy Island afterwards. Um, and I had been working on my confidence up until the point that I entered Galaxy because mm. I actually suffered with um, fairly bad anxiety a few years ago. So in order to kind of get myself out of the place I was in at the time, I did a lot of work on myself. Um, a lot around mindfulness and just improving my confidence um, and everything that comes with that. Mm. So for me, entering the pageant was kind of the icing on the cake of building all that confidence in myself to be able to go and do something that I'd looked at doing for years and I'd kind of mm. been in awe of pageantry, um, but I'd never, I'd never had the confidence to enter. So being able to then enter and go through that journey mm. was really important. But little did I know that I would end up learning so much more about confidence on the journey. I thought I'd kind of hit my peak before I entered pageants <laughs> <laughs> of how confident I could be in who I am as a person. But I think throughout pageantry, I've learned that I think when I first started, I, I tried to learn. I learned a lot about pageantry. I threw myself in at the deep end. Literally, I did coaching. I read Beauty, Truth and Grace, the book. Mm -hmm. I listened to podcasts every day. I watched YouTube videos. I, I wow. really did everything I could <laughs> to learn about pageants. Um, so I think when I competed in the UK, I was almost too much concentrating too much on doing the things that I thought I needed to do mm. to succeed in pageants that I was focusing on what I'd been taught mm. and not maybe letting go as much and kind of being myself fully. Um, I was still extremely lucky and came second runner-up at um, Galaxy UK. But I think by the time it got to Ireland, the training that I'd had was ingrained more in me and I meant that I could just go in and be myself. And obviously I was fortunate enough to win. So I think it's just shown me that being yourself completely is definitely the best way to go. That, that sort of the learning that you were talking about or the YouTube craziness, reading the books and the coaching, what sort of time frame was that during? Um, so I applied for Galaxy UK in, I think it was around October. So I probably got my title around November time, end of last year. And the competition was in March. So um, short time frame. Yeah. I got that feeling. <laughs> I think, yeah, my whole, my whole life kind of, revolved around it but I'm the kind of person that when I get my mindset on something and I want to do well in something I will do mm. everything that I can to be able to do well yeah I got that feeling too and we'll definitely circle back to that <laughs> let's see if we can get a few of these questions out as well so Elizabeth Minock who is Miss Teen Galaxy who I also for Canada who I also interviewed she's asked what has been your favorite appearance so far um, so obviously I spoke about the one at Age UK. That was definitely one of mm. my favorite appearances. Um, and I don't know if, if this fully counts, but the fact that I've been able to build my own website, the Galaxy Girls Guide has been mm. the one thing that I've done as a queen that's, to me, has been something that's meant a lot to me. Um, and I also write for the Irish Youth Information website, Spun Out. 
and I've been able to write on there about my um, anxiety, like the story of my anxiety and how I felt when I was at my worst during that time. And being, it was quite difficult for me to to write that and mm. to share that because I, it does make you quite vulnerable to share how you feel. But yeah. I felt like that was important and being able to share my story in hope that it will help other people um, is is important to me. So I think anything that I've been able to do around sharing my story and getting people to talk about the fact that they've mm. not always been confident and there's things they've had to go through in life to get there to show other girls that even the girl that they maybe admire on social media, mm. who looks like they've got it all together and they've always been um, really confident, but being able to see that that's not always been the case and that everybody's gone through those moments in their lives where they doubt themselves. I think that's been the biggest thing that I've been able to do. Your your story, what you just said is, um, if you get a chance when you're over in Orlando to speak to uh, Miss Australia, Alicia Van Schoonhoven, uh, her, your story is scarily similar to hers. Uh, so the book that I mentioned to you before we went live, it was based on mental health. And I interviewed 10 women who had been through things such as what you just described, um, also domestic violence situations, suicide attempts. And I actually interviewed them on camera and then released them as videos. And that was extremely confronting for them. It was also confronting for me hearing the stories that they've been through. And I, I will circle guys back to the um, to your questions, but I think this is a good time to ask, give us your background story because I, I get the sense that there's a lot of a lot of information, probably a lot of obstacles you've had to overcome. I mean, you're in the Mrs. section, you've touched on mental health. You also told me you're a journalist and obviously you started that website, which you said you're hugely proud of. So give us some context as to, apart from the crown, who are you behind all of that? Because I get the feeling there's a lot going on there. Um, so I guess one of the big things that was a part of my life when I was younger was that I went to theatre school. Um, so I grew up performing so I was in a lot of um I was in a lot of shows a lot of um, professional shows in pantomimes like the Annie UK tour as an orphan so I did a lot of things like that um and that really grew my confidence but throughout that time I had confidence in playing a character yeah um I I think as much as it grows your confidence I was confident in going on and playing a character and um especially through school I had some struggles with um sometimes people didn't like me that much at school <laughs> um, or I faced some difficult times sure. at school and I I feel like, per like personally I felt like I needed to change myself a little bit to be able to fit in with the other people at school mm. and um I think as much as I had what I would call outer confidence which I go into schools and I talk to young girls about this um just to let, just to make them aware of the fact that they may have a friend that looks, that sounds and looks like they're the most confident mm -hmm. person at the school. Yeah. Um, because I was very outwardly confident. I yeah. was, people would have thought I was confident at the time, but inside, um, I wasn't really confident in who I was and I felt like I wouldn't be accepted for being who I, who I was as a person. Mm. Um, so from then on, um, my journey's been, well, I went to university after I finished school and I studied um, advertising and marketing in the business school at the University of Lincoln. And towards the end of my degree, I really started to struggle then with my anxiety. I think it was in my final year. So I'm, I'm, I think maybe it was the pressures around that time of my life as well that right. helped, that, that built up. 
But when I went to speak to somebody about my anxiety, I went to seek help once I got to quite a bad point because I didn't really realize it was happening to me. I think it had been happening for a long time, mm. just creeping in. And it's not something I noticed until one day I actually went to the cinema with my husband and we were just sat ready to watch the film. And I got this overwhelming feeling that something bad was going to happen. Wow. And I just said, I need to get, I need to leave. Mm. Like I need to, and I'd been to the cinema so many times. It sounds like such a simple thing to do, but I needed to get out. I felt really trapped in that situation. Um, and that's when I decided that it was time that I went to talk to somebody and find out what was going on and why I was feeling that way. And I found out from speaking to somebody that basically I was putting too much pressure on myself to, I think I'd always had so much pressure to try and be perfect yeah. to fit in with people that I felt like I had to control every situation. And over time that had um, progressed and got worse. And I felt like I needed to always be in control to make sure that um, everything was okay and that I was coming across well in that situation and that I needed to let go of that control and not worry so much about the situation I was in and who, who I was trying to be and that's where it all turned around for me and I'm, I'm glad now that I got to that place because after that I went on to study my master's in journalism I moved to a different place which was a great added thing for me to do because me and my husband moved and it was a kind of a fresh start for me yeah. to think I'm going to go and I'm going to be 100% yeah. myself and I'm not going to try and be anything else and from that point the reception that I got from just being myself mm -hmm. and everything that I've done from then on and just spending a lot of time just reading learning about how to take care of your mental health mindful those kind of things has really just kept growing and growing and made me who I am now so it really sounds like the, the, the crown that you're wearing and the sash that you're wearing is just kind of the icing on the cake. Sounds like you've been through a really a big journey of self-discovery. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think for me, this is definitely just something at the end of the journey that's been just a blessing to be able to now do this. And that's why as long as during this journey, I can help somebody else mm. out of that situation and be that relatable person that they can... Um, listen to or come to to speak to that is what matters to me so in terms of the uh, galaxy international pageant if you were fortunate enough to take out the title um what what would you what would be your plans to do with it your with your platform um so i've got quite a lot of plans that i've um, been doing in the background of things that i would like to do once um, the, the international pageant's over, regardless of the outcome. Sure. But obviously, if I was lucky enough to win that title, it would just give me that extra yeah. boost in being able to reach more people yeah. and get my, my name out there more and be able to help more people. So I think just further increasing um, what I'm doing on the Galaxy Girls Guide, because obviously that can reach a global audience already because it's out there on the mm -hmm. internet. And that's what's so... I mean, there's really good things and really bad things about the internet because i think oh, I there's been obviously a lot of yeah, <laughs> there's been a lot of studies about um how badly it can affect mm. people's mental health seeing other people on the internet which is why i think it's so crucial that there's something on the internet that's positive mm. that people can see to counterbalance that negativity that is on there so um obviously i've been interviewing queens from around the world so i'm already getting a reach out there around the world and being able to just increase that more and there's other extra things that i'd like to do that are a secret but <laughs> hopefully yeah just being able to reach more people that would be 
that would be what I'd want to do. Uh, just before I circle back to the viewer question, so guys, if you have a question um, and I haven't gotten to it, I will get to it. Or if you have any new ones, put them below. Uh, it's is it the website? Is it called the Galaxy Girls Guide? Yeah. Tell us more about that. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet because, as I told you before this interview, it's been absolutely manic for me. Um, but tell us more about why you started that, what's been involved, and some of the things that you've learned from it. Because, as you would know, as I've learned interviewing people, it's fascinating. So, what are some of the things that you've learned through the journey? So, um, the initial idea started, well, as soon as I started my journey mm. with Galaxy, I knew that I wanted to impact young people um, and help them to improve their mental health now and make sure they're focused on their mental well-being before it gets to the point yeah. where they're struggling with it. <laughs> so I wanted to go into schools. So straight away, I started planning a workshop. So a lot of um, research went into it. I put together a full workshop um, about how to have um, good confidence mm. and self-esteem basically so I put that all together and I called that <clears throat> the galaxy girls guide confidence mm. so I went into schools and I found that me going in as a queen or at the time even just a pageant sure. um, contestant yeah. going into the pageant the girls really looked up to me and it was important to me to show them that I had got to this place through a journey and that it's okay if they've got to go through a journey to get to Absolutely. that place where they're confident further down the line. And that's what made me start thinking of queen confidence stories. So once I became Mrs. Galaxy Island, because I'm based in England, but I still will go over to Ireland for appearances, mm. um, I wanted to make sure I was still reaching the youths of Ireland all of the time, which is why I started writing for the Irish Youth Information website spun out as well because they have like over 140,000 active readers a month. Wow. So I knew that I would be able to reach Irish youths in that way. Um, and following on from that, I knew I wanted to grow the Galaxy Girls Guide and the best way to do that to reach as many people as possible would be to take it digital. Mm. So my background's in digital marketing as well. So obviously that, <laughs> that gave me some of the ideas towards what I wanted to do. But I built the website um, it's just a WordPress site and you can go on there and there's queen confidence stories are the initial things that I focused because I found that that was the thing that impacted the girls the most Yeah, because they saw me as, they saw me as this thing to aspire to. And that's great, but I wanted them to know that that's not necessarily been the, the case and I've had to go through something to get there. So I wanted to show that every single queen around the world has had something that they've worked through to get to that point. Mm. So being able to hear loads of loads of people's different stories like you said it's fascinating mm. hearing what people have been through and being able to speak to these different women and look look at their stories and publish it on the website has been really interesting for me and also hopefully going to help a lot of people i think building off what you said i don't think i've interviewed any of the galaxy girls and any of their paths have actually been straightforward if anything it's the opposite and i've always thought that the more interesting the person the more things they've they've had to endure basically. And I, I, I imagine you would have found something similar in your journeys as well. Yeah, definitely. Let's, uh, let's go back to the questions. So this was a while ago. So Jade Kirsty asked, what's your favorite volunteering experience so far? So we talked about the dancing, would that be your favorite volunteering experience as well? Um, 
oh, there's been so many that it's, it's really <laughs> difficult to it's really difficult to say but yeah I think that that was just something that I knew meant a lot to that person mm. so I think that's why that had such a big impact on me yeah. um and I, I felt I was just so happy after that experience and just doing little things like that and knowing that I've helped people um, just makes you feel great. Mm. And I've done a lot more with Age UK as well. So um, being able to go to, they did um, a Royal Ascot summer party. So I just go and I can just sit and chat to all of the people and they all have such interesting life stories because they've lived like such long Mm. and like fulfilling lives. So to listen to the things that they've gone through in their lives is always really interesting to me. So that's probably one of the highlights. Spoken like a true journalist, getting everyone's lives. That's a journalist (laughs) through and through. (laughs) Natalie Pav has asked, why did you enter Galaxy? So I touched on this a little bit before, but... um, I entered Galaxy because I had been on this journey and I'd grown my confidence so much. It was kind of a, that extra challenge for myself to go and put myself even more out of my comfort zone and do something I'd, that I'd said I'd looked at in awe of mm. since I was a teenager. I'd looked at pageantry since I was in my teenage years and always thought, wow, wouldn't, it, wouldn't that be an amazing thing to do? Those the girls do such amazing things. And I would have, I thought that I wouldn't be good enough I guess at that point in my life to be able to do it um, that's where I obviously struggled with how I felt about myself and my self-esteem uh, which is why I think the Queen Confidence Stories is mm. great because the girls will see that who are maybe aspiring to that further down the line mm. so yeah I think just being at that point in my life um, I came across Misha Grimes on YouTube I don't know if you've seen any of her YouTube videos Yes. Um, she was Miss Teen Galaxy um, she won the international title and I stumbled across one of her vlogs where she was actually at the international competition and I watched some of that and I just thought wow like wouldn't that be an amazing experience and mm-hmm. when I entered I never thought I never thought that I would actually be yeah, going be you. to the international competition <laughs> so I mean wow like I can't wait to get there and see what it's like but all the queens that I've seen from the current queens mm. and previous queens are all They've all gone on to do amazing things or they've done amazing things with their title and I just think they're really inspirational and to be able to be classed in a group with those people is is a great thing to be able to do. So, I mean, you're obviously excited about going over to the United States. So which part of your journey are you most excited about? I think I love all stages of the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard for me to choose between the on-stage rounds and the interviews <laughs> because <laughs> I have a theatre background, so I love being on stage. Of course, and I also and I also have the journalist background, so, so I love talking to people. <laughs> so it's really quite difficult to choose between them. Mm. But the thing that I feel really excited about is probably opening numbers. I, it might be a secret so i can't maybe i can't tell you what the song is but there's a really good song okay like opening number. yeah probably don't um, tell me <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a there's a really good song and i love to dance something i've always been really passionate about so being able to get out there and and dance to a great song will be will be great for some reason i'm going i'm thinking back to maria torres's interview and i think after we hung up she told me something about the song um, and it, okay. if it's a story that I'm thinking about, then yes, I'm not at all surprised that that song's going to be um, pretty enjoyable. Um, 
Heather Louise Hardy has said your sponsor. I'm not, I'm not sure. Do you know what that's about? Oh, so Heather is my sponsor. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so that makes sense. I've been really, really, <laughs> I've been really fortunate in the, in the fact that as soon as I entered Galaxy, I was able to find a sponsor who has supported me through my whole journey. So Heather is the owner of Bits and Glamour Boutique in Sleaford. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has been the biggest support. I didn't know her before I started my journey. Just somebody that I knew put me in contact with her and she was keen to be able to sponsor me. And she believed in me from the beginning, even when maybe at the beginning I was doubting myself before I had done all of my coaching and stuff and was ready to go. She was always championing, championing me (laughs) and pushing me forward. And she gives me beautiful dresses to wear for appearances and things as well. So she's really made the, the whole journey something special and she i always get treated like a true like queen, a queen when i go to a yeah. shop so <laughs> so yeah that's lovely and she's actually looking for another girl to sponsor now and um, she's enjoyed it so much that she's looking <laughs> for another girl so <laughs> if anybody would is looking for a sponsor then definitely get in touch with heather I'm, I'm sure someone will be keen i mean you mentioned beautiful dresses and getting treated like a queen so i imagine most girls would jump at the opportunity for that uh i think you you mentioned this we just talked about this before but leo wright has asked what what are you looking forward to most in america from emily so you said it's going to be pretty hard for you to choose given your theater background on stage and then the interview with your journalism background off stage uh um i i probably said oh it's so difficult it's okay (laughs) aside from okay aside from the competition probably spending time with all the other queens Mm. i mean at what at what point in your life are you going to be around so many women that are doing amazing things and have got inspiring stories so being able to just meet everyone and spend time with everyone probably um just in terms of because you are representing ireland are you because it seems to be a recurring theme at the moment with all my galaxy interviews we're talking about food so is there any irish food that you can take over we've had everything from vegemite to marmite to biscoff to putan so is there anything and then rice and beans is there any any irish cuisine that you're taking (laughs) over no i'm actually i'm not taking food actually i have got a gift um that i'm taking over to give people a bit of the look of the irish Mm -hmm. but it's not food based i haven't gone for food probably mainly because i'm a very very fussy eater right and i'm a bit nervous about all this food that (laughs) don't eat it then i just um, don't eat it are they gonna make are they going to make me sample it in front of them? Because <laughs> well, God forbid that you do <laughs> that with difficult. Vegemite, then because you might spit it back in somebody's <laughs> face. <laughs> um, so I mean, it'll be. I love the fact that they're all bringing gifts. I'm very grateful. I'm sure it'll be great. But yeah, I am very fussy. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I have a, a good one of my good friends here. She's actually um, has an Irish background, and there's a large Irish community here in in Australia in Sydney, and they bring over all these things that are Irish themed and their biggest thing is these potato crisps that they're very, very proud of. And apparently it comes from, a th- apparently there's a theme park in Ireland that is based on these crisps. It's a fun park based on oh. potato chips. 
Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about this place. So, I mean, I'm going to have to find it and go there now, definitely. But that, that's how big a deal it is. They've, they've got a theme park based on potatoes and potato chips. So, that's, um, but yeah, if you're a fussy eater, maybe, a, maybe don't sample the cuisine in front of anyone, just in case you need to get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, do, do it privately in my room. Preferably next to a sink or a, a toilet, I would say. <laughs> Jessica Barclay has said, life's a climb, but the view's amazing. And Leah Wright has said, Emily will do it for Heather. So, I don't. does that mean Emily's going to get sponsored by Heather? Or I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Just give um, Heather a message. I'm sure you can have a chat and see what you can do. Um, when are you heading over, Jasmine? So I leave this afternoon to go to a hotel near Gatwick Airport and then fly tomorrow morning. And how long a flight is it for yourself? I think it's around nine hours. Nice and short. So not too bad. No, it's really not. I did. Um, I went to New York last year for my honeymoon mm. and that was around seven hours and that was fine. So I can get through another two hours. I'll just have to watch one more film. <laughs> <laughs> I also, yeah, I don't think anyone has the right to complain about how long the travel is when you compare it to the poor Australian girls. Some of them have to travel over 24 hours to get there. So they are actually probably... I keep seeing them. They're probably in the um, middle yeah, of the air at the moment. So I hope they're traveling well. I keep seeing them on different at different airports. I saw them yesterday at the first airport and then I've seen them at another airport this morning with an extra queen. So I think they're picking yes. people up along the way, which is quite nice. So for those of you who don't know, Australia is the same physical size basically as the United States. Three of our four queens come from Perth, which is on the West Coast. They flew over to Sydney, which is where I am. This is basically coast to coast of the United States. And that's about a six-hour flight to pick up Tiana, our teen, who I also interviewed. So that's already six hours. And you've got a layover. Call it two or three hours. So you're up to nine hours. Then the flight from here to the US is probably about 20 hours so from door to door for the poor the three of the queens from perth it's going to be over 24 hours so you'll be able to recognize the australian queens because they will be zombies they'll probably be really excited because <laughs> they're so tired but they will also be complete zombies and jet lagged i definitely can't complain then when i'm on my no. journey Oh, no. I, I can't complain if that's what they've got to no. do. <laughs> just, just think of the poor Australians. Uh, Leah Wright has said she would love to. So it sounds like you've managed to find your sponsor, another girl who would like to be sponsored. So we've done a service. We've helped one person tonight. That's great. Uh, and Jade Kirsty has said you volunteered at the Belfast Marathon. <laughs> would you? Would you ever run it? I, I'm assuming that means run the marathon as in run in the marathon, not actually organize the marathon. Um, I have to say, no, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wouldn't because I was on, so I was on a water station yeah. um, when I volunteered. So, I mean, it was, it was great being able to cheer the people on and they were in need of water when they came past the water station. Most of the, some of them just threw it over their heads because <laughs> We were towards the we were towards the end of the of the course. Right. So by this point people were exhausted and they needed that mm. push of someone cheering them on and they needed the water. So it was a amazing amazing experience to be able to be there and to be able to cheer the people mm. on. But seeing how some of them were struggling yeah. to move their feet <laughs> along the floor, 
I don't think after seeing that it was something that I would really want to put myself through. I would do a shorter run, definitely. <laughs> Probably not a marathon. That's fair enough. I, I'm in, agree in agreement with you there. All right, guys, I'm about to take Jasmine through the final 10 questions. If you have any more questions for her, put them in the comments. Uh, but Jasmine, just in terms of social details so people can follow your journey, I've got at Mrs. Galaxy Island. Obviously, that's your Instagram handle. And I've tagged your Facebook page as well. Are those the two best platforms to get you on? Yeah, definitely. Um, I put some posts out on different pageant groups mm -hmm. to say to people if they ever need anything, no matter what it is, to just send me a message um, or just approach me at events. So mm. people are more than welcome to just pop into my uh, inbox and say hello to me at any point and I'll be happy to speak to them. So Perfect. Okay. Final 10 questions. And I mentioned to you, Jasmine, but I didn't mention to the audience that Jasmine's actually interview number 50 for the pageant project. So um, we've reached half a century in just over a year. It's been a long journey. So let's finish it with a bang, Jasmine. Number one, what is your favorite word? Maybe family. Um, I think family we're very, very fortunate if we have a family around us that is supportive and shows you unconditional love, which helps you through everything throughout your life. Um, I'm very lucky in the fact that I have a very supportive family. And they're also the people that will call you out and tell you if you're not doing something quite right <laughs> or if um, there's areas that you need to improve. So they help you to become your best self. So, yeah, I would say family. What is your least favorite word? Ooh. probably fear um coming from what i've experienced in my past with suffering with anxiety i've had the experience of fearing things that i definitely should not be fearful of and i think fear stops people a lot in life from doing the things that they want to do um and yeah the only thing we should be fearful of is fear itself so um, yeah, I don't like the word for you. In life, what turns you on? What gets you excited? Absolutely. I'd have to say going to the theatre. Um, obviously, I was a theatre school child. Mm. I loved performing on stage when I was younger. and I found it a form of escapism when I was younger. I kind of lost. It was a time where I could shut off my thoughts and just be on stage and enjoy every moment and that's what I get now as an audience member watching live theatre so yeah being able to go to theatre and um, have that form of escapism What turns you off? Probably anger and when people are angry or aggression mm. would be the main things um, I feel, I feel like there's, there should be no place for anger and aggression. Of course, in life, things aren't going to go right sometimes. Maybe people will make you unhappy. But holding on to any anger towards somebody only hurts you mm. and not, the, not necessarily the person that's done that thing to you. So being able to learn to let go of that and free yourself from anger and aggression, I think, is a really important thing. So that's probably my main one. Question five. What sound or noise do you love? Probably the sound of a full room of 
people that are happy and enjoying themselves that sound at Christmas when you <laughs> yeah. come downstairs <laughs> and your family are all in a room and you can hit there's a there's a buzz about the place yeah. and everybody's just spending time with each other and they're happy and they're that kind of feeling and atmosphere mm. and, the, and the sound of that is probably my favorite sound and what sound or noise do you hate probably just when people are like negative or maybe hearing somebody talk about somebody else mm. in a negative way mm -hmm. because i definitely think that everybody in life whether they're as long as they're not doing something that's going to hurt somebody or something that's illegal or something mm. they really should not be doing then i think that everyone should be free to do whatever they want to do with their lives and that they should be free of judgment from anybody mm. else so i think yeah um, anybody that has something negative to say about something somebody else is doing. Question seven. If you could pick any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Is there a power where you can create multiple versions of yourself? Like <laughs> step into a machine and be duplicated. Yes, it's called cloning. <laughs> Human cloning. <laughs> That's the one. That's the, I would love to be able to clone myself or even just, you know, on, like on Harry Potter. Mm. Have you seen Harry Potter? Yes. yes. It, where Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> there's a period in Harry Potter where Hermione's going to two classes at once. <laughs> and so I think just to be able to spread my message further, as long as it didn't dilute the put me as a person by <laughs> myself you want 10 people but each one will be <laughs> one tenth the person that you are yeah as long as i don't want that to happen because nobody's going to benefit from having a tenth of a person, <laughs> no, probably person. As, long as, as long as i was a full person i'd like to be able to go to lots of different places and kind of spread my message and do good things in as many places as possible okay that makes sense. That's a, that's a first for that for that one. Someone someone asked me the other day, does it have to be real, the superpower? And it's like, it's a superpower. It's, it's none of them are real. But moving on. Question eight. What job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? I probably have two. So when I left sixth forms, like college, I had the choice to go to university to go to a business school or to go to a performing arts school. Mm. Obviously I chose the university route, but if I could do something else as well and experience it for a day, I would love to perform on like the West End or Broadway or something. I think that would be an amazing experience. Um, and then my second one is I would love to be a university lecturer. And that's something that I'm focusing on doing at, at the moment right. further in my career. So. I'm going to be working on a project at the university that I start when I come back from America. So I'm going to be the digital project lead on, lead on a mental health project at the University of Lincoln. Wow. So that's been a massive thing for me because it's it's been I've been able to line up my career with the passions that I found mm. from my past my last um, nearly year now in pageantry. I've been able to align all of that and go into doing a job that is going to benefit people with their mental health and. Um, it's also a step up in my career because I'm going to have a team now of people <laughs> that I'll be in charge mm -hmm. of. So that's a great opportunity. But after I've finished that project, I'd love to do my PhD and then become a university lecturer because I, I just love the fact that I'll be able to enrich people's mm. lives. Perfect. Question nine. What job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? 
Ooh. So get spooked fairly easily. <laughs> so I don't know where this is going. I think <laughs> maybe like a nighttime security guard or something. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you watch like when you watch films, mm. the nighttime security guards always work at the really creepy, you know, abandoned buildings, and then they go and investigate towards the noise. Which, I, I mean, I guess it's their job <laughs> to investigate the noise. But in the, when you're watching the film, and you're like, "What are you doing? Run!" So basically, <laughs> you, you don't want to be an expendable security guard, is what you're saying? Because they're always the one that get killed first. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Especially not a security guard in a horror film, I guess. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree with that. Okay. Final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I guess I just want him to say, um, everybody that's touched my life is there and they're waiting for me and that they've been watching and that I've grabbed every opportunity mm. that I can in life and worked my hardest for it and that they're all proud I guess yeah that'd be a lovely way to go out um I'm just going to okay so we have Jade Kirsty has written queen inspirational keep doing amazing things oh sisterly support I said I had a supportive family okay <laughs> Jasmine, just before we wrap up, is there anyone that you would like to give thanks to or give a shout out to, not just for your pageantry journey, but obviously the journey that you've been through over the past few years? I guess, first of all, it would be my husband. So I've been with him since I was 17 years old. So I've, we've really grown up together. Mm. Um, I would say I was obviously a young adult when I met him, and now I've definitely grown into um, – the woman that I am now and it wouldn't if it wasn't for him I don't think I would be the person I am today because he helps me to get out of my comfort zone because I know that he'll always be there to catch mm. me and support me if I need him so I think he's been a huge help for me and then my family as well um, my mum's coming to America with me um, and she loves it because my mum's a bit of a busybody, right. so she loves running around she I think she tries to find things to do for me to run around and do um, so she's always there doing things. So she'll be huge support. And also my dad and my sister are always there. Um, and then Glitz and Glamour Boutique, Heather, mm -hmm. for sponsoring me throughout the whole journey and just supporting me. And then really just every single person that's messaged me with one, even just saying that they think that I'm doing an amazing job mm. or anything like that. They probably don't realize how much that matters to me. Yeah. But when somebody does that, it, it really does mean a lot. So, yeah, anybody that's just been there and supported me through through my pageant journey and beforehand, mm. is, yeah, just thank you to them. Oh, perfect. Uh, Jasmine, I'm going to keep you on the line for just a second longer, but I'm going to let the audience go. Thank all of them for watching. And thank you, Jasmine, for your time and best of luck over in the United States. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Uh, and guys, that is probably the end, well, it's the end of the Crazy Galaxy weekend. Um, I do have one or two more interviews coming up next week. But um, thank you all for tuning in, and we will speak to you next time. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get details of my new episodes as they drop. 
and connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next.